Hello, everyone, and welcome again to E Equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives seeking refuge from procrastination and mediocrity. It's your host again, Kimberly Gray, welcoming you to another episode. I hope you guys have had an amazing week. Um, This week, I have been focused on spring cleaning. (laughs) I've kind of been writing down my to-do list of all the things and how I want to get organized at home. And upon doing this, I remember speaking to one of my friends who recently watched Tidying Up with Marie Kondo on Netflix. And it essentially is a show about getting your home organized, understanding how to declutter and all these great things. So I actually decided to watch an episode And if you have not watched the show, the concept is really about categorizing different areas in your room, in your home, and just creating a a refreshing space of organization, taking all the clutter out. And she just basically has these methods that she uses to do it. Well, one of the methods that really caught me was the very first one where, you know, she asks for participants to take all of their clothing and basically put them on their bed, just put them in one space so that you can actually get a visualization of all the things that you own. And most people, when they see this big heap of clothes on the bed, they're like, why do I have all this stuff? So once they get that visualization, she asks the participants to take each item one by one and ask the question of, does this item bring me joy? Does it spark joy? If it doesn't spark joy, then you thank it and then you put it aside, I guess, to donate or, you know, to give to someone else who can use it. And then the things that give you joy, you keep. So I'm watching the show and while most people would, you know, start thinking, oh, when can I get this going? I automatically forget about organizing my closet, and I think about creative projects. And I had this mental visualization in my head of all the creative projects that I've thought about and have been holding on to, whether it be in my brain, whether it be in several notebooks that I always joke about, but it's true. And I say, you know, I have all this stuff in my head. Could it very well be the reason why I'm constantly distracted or thinking about more things than once because I'm not allowing myself to really realize what still brings me joy. I mean, when I thought about the projects, when I really got down to it, these are things that I've been thinking about since I was in my early teens. So I decided to do my own um, my own assignment and I got a pen and paper And I literally sat down and just wrote all the projects, writing projects, anything, inventions that I've been holding on to. And I had a list of about 40 items. And I was just like, whoa, like I, in some instances, was perplexed (laughs) because I'm like, why did I think about that? And in some instances, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I got to I got to get back to this, you know, I got to get this going. So basically, I asked those questions, you know, which one of these um, still sparks joy in my life? What is what's still, you know, out of these projects, what's something that I feel still has purpose in my life. And when I really got down to it, 
I narrow it down to about eight solid things that I still believed in. I still wanted to go ahead and and get going. And I honestly automatically felt lighter mentally. Because I think often as creatives, we don't realize that we hold on to all these things. Because not only are are they things that we want to do, but I think when we did not get them done, we held on to some guilt. I mean, quite frankly. And with guilt, if you don't deal with that head on, it'll always take up space and it can very well hinder you from being able to move forward with the other things that need attention in your life. So I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's a great way. It's a great concept that I came upon unknowingly to also manage some of the things that you've really been passionate about, you know, in the past may not necessarily have space anymore. And they're just sitting there taking up space. So I urge you to try my idea. Um, thankfully to Marie Kondo, she kind of sparked that idea in my mind as well. But take some time to really do that. Just write down all the ideas that you've had and ask yourself that question. You know, which one of these sparks joy? And if it doesn't, you know, put it aside. Give yourself permission to say, you know what, it's okay. There's somebody else out there that maybe I can give this idea to that this is still something that is a priority in their life. Or maybe you could just tuck it away somewhere way back so that you're not really confused. You're not telling yourself, well, maybe you've just really solidified to yourself. You look, these are the things that I'm really going to focus on. And then when I get done, maybe I can entertain and think about if there's a possibility that those other things could find space in my brain. So I just wanted to share that as an experience that I've had this week that started from one concept and ended up being another. And I was really excited when I did it because I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to have to talk about this on the show. So if you have some time, write those ideas down, ask those questions and, you know, see what those important things are that you really need to focus on. So let's get into the quote of the week. This quote comes from Peter Marshall. And the quote says, small deeds done are better than great deeds planned. This is going to be a very good um, segue quote into today's topic because I think often we get so consumed with how we're going to get the plan in action and we focus so much on you know, the important things that need to be done, that when we are experiencing doubt, procrastination, we don't realize that it's the small little things that we do that really help us to continue what the big picture is at hand. Because we don't give ourselves permission to say it's okay. Oftentimes we set these grand goals that tell us, you know, if I get here, then I can say to myself, you know what, I've done well. But the truth is, is that life is unpredictable. It would be awesome if I can dedicate 24 hours of my day to one task and get it done. But for me personally, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, 
I am filled with so many tasks. I'm a student. I'm a family member. I'm a sister. And things come in unexpectedly that we have to understand, okay, I'm needed. People need me. My services are needed in other places. So I can't do this thing 24 hours. So it's okay if it doesn't get done the way I thought it was going to get done as long as I'm doing something, which is in this case that small deed, that something in it that at least takes me a step further. So I think for the most part with this quote, It is really just giving yourself permission to understand that you can plan it all day. The fact that you're doing things to get you to where you need to go should be the focus and not beating yourself up because you have not gotten to where you said you were going to get that specific time. I'm so guilty of that um, because planning is, is a way that keeps me focused I do think that I've had those moments where I've just felt like a failure because I said I was going to do a a particular thing and I felt that my value in knowing that I'm a finisher is going to come from that actual, you know, result. However, what else have I neglected because I was so focused on getting that done? Have I neglected my children? Have I neglected, you know, my husband when he comes home throughout the day because my mind is not where it needs to be and I'm not present. I'm here, but mentally I'm not present. And so that's the thing that I just really wanted to talk about in regards to the quote, because I want you guys to understand that the main agenda is mobility and movement. As long as you're moving towards the goal, that's so important because that's what it takes to get there. Small steps still get you to the ultimate goal. It may not happen as quickly as if you were to pick, take those large you know, leaps and bounds, but oftentimes the small steps keep you at a pace where you can still see all the other things that are going on around you and you're not neglecting them and you're not just, you know, taking things for granted. So with that being said, today's topic of the week is called procrastinators remorse. Fittingly, right? Because I think this is something that a lot of us endure. We set ourselves up for a list of things that we want to do in the week. We realize we didn't get much done. And then we per- we develop this remorse where we feel guilt. We've let others down. And that either causes two things. It can either cause us to say, you know what? Let me get myself together and make sure that I am twice as diligent to get this done. Because I don't want to let myself down. I don't want to let anybody else down. And for others... We seem to sink deeper into a can't-do attitude and develop stress and depression and doubt. You know, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm biting off more than I can chew and I just need to throw my hands up. And that's definitely not anything that I think anybody should ever feel, especially if we haven't tried to think of specific things that can help us when we're feeling this. Um, I remember... When I started doing my courses, I felt oftentimes like, you know what, mm, I don't think this is for me. I'm not going to do this. But I ha- I constantly had to remind myself that, okay, Kim, 
Are you going to stay on this wheel? Are you going to constantly going to run around on the wheel of getting excited and then getting on and then something comes in your way and then you're like, uh, maybe this is a sign. Maybe I wasn't supposed to do this. Well, maybe it was just a distraction. Maybe it was a challenge. Maybe it was something that was placed in your path to test, engage, to see just how serious you are about the things that you believe in or that you say you believe in. And you have to challenge yourself with that. You have to really look yourself in the mirror and say, look, am I going to constantly stay on this wheel or am I going to face my fears and my doubts and really, really think of ways to analyze, is this really for me? Because could it be that it's not for you? That's not entirely like unheard of, but it's not wise to just after something happens, come to a decision so quickly to say, I'm just not going to do it anymore. So I wanted to talk about some things that we can do when we experience procrastinators remorse. The first thing that I found that helped me was I had to mentally hit my reset button. What I meant by that was if I had a bad day, if I had a a week where my planner had all the things that I was going to do and every day I had to scratch it out and move it to the next date, scratch it out and move it to the next day. And then by the time I get to Friday, it's like, okay, well, I guess I didn't get it done. I'll have to try to get it done next week. And then I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, like this is just ridiculous. On that Monday, I had to sit down and totally clear my mind, reset my thoughts and say, you know what, what happened last week happened last week. This is what I'm going to do this week. Even if I have to copy and paste the tasks, I'm going to copy and paste the tasks. Now, once you've gotten that done, you think to yourself, okay, well, this isn't really something different. I'm just resetting it. So how do I know that I'm going to change the action? So in comes the second thing. It's time to now sit down and reflect on three things. Reflect on why is this task necessary? Why did you feel the need to come up with this task in the first place? And what are you getting from it? Secondly, Who is depending on that task to be completed? And thirdly, what caused you to fail the last time? So either if you want to reflect on these things mentally, for me, it helps me to write them down. Write it down. Write down why you thought about your idea in the first place and what are you getting from the idea. When you complete it, who is depending on that completion? Is it just something you're doing for yourself or is this something that's going to bring more money into your household? Is this something that's going to create a solution for someone? And what caused you to fail the last time? Was it bad news that you got from a family member? Was it uh, just uh, you yourself choosing to let boredom you know, take over and then say, oh, I'm just going to go do something different and I'll get back to it because right now I'm just bored and I don't feel motivated. 
what was it that caused you to fail the last time? Sometimes those things are unexpected, uncontrollable, but a lot of times, let's be honest with ourselves, a lot of times the things that happen that distract us from doing those things, we bring that on ourselves because it could just be sheer boredom. It could just be sheer doubt. It could be all the things that we're just so afraid to say, you know what, I'm just really, I don't even know if I'm ready to do this thing right now. So instead of that, we start listening to another podcast or we start listening to, you know, um, watching a, a TV show or a series. We start binge watching something just to, I guess, dr- to drown out the fear. So if you are doing things that are purposefully distracting you from it, you need to tell yourself you have no place in my time this week. When I get done, then I can entertain you here. But you today, this week, have no place. And you, and you say that out loud. Because when you speak things, I am a firm believer in when you speak things out loud, you give, it more, you give that thing more power in terms of how it needs to act, react in your world. So once you've mentally hit your reset button... Once you've sat down and reflected on those three things, now you give yourself permission to work in short increments. Instead of trying to just do it all, maybe you're so mentally drained that you need to work in short, in shorter increments. Your tasks need to be maybe a little bit shorter so that you don't feel overwhelmed, so that you can take the time to reset and refocus. Then what I encourage you to do is, so if you say, Monday, I'm going to work, I'm going to work on this project for 20 minutes, just 20 minutes, whether that be me just writing things down, just whatever it is that you do, make sure that it applies to your project. Tuesday, I'm going to double it to 40 minutes. Then Obviously, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're going to keep on doubling it until you've successfully reached your goal. It's almost like you're engaging it like a game where you can kind of time yourself and track your progress. You can challenge yourself to see how far you can go. What this does is it it sparks some creativity into getting the task done. As we know, creative people, we get bored easily. So if we're able to work in shorter increments, build up on it, we almost give ourselves, it's like we're gifting ourselves with new opportunities, new experiences. It doesn't feel so monotonous. So once we've done that, then we can move into the fourth thing, which is to write a letter to yourself as if you've completed the tasks that you want to um, finish and you're letting yourself know how proud you are of what's been accomplished and all that is able to happen now that you've reached your goal. The reason I say this is powerful is because it's a, a present reminder that you can pick up and read in those moments where you feel frustrated, where you feel like, okay, I'm getting off task again. When you can actually have something in your face that places you back in a mindset that you were, where you felt that these things were possible, 
whenever people aren't around you to give you that encouragement, you can read it to yourself. And I did that when I was writing my courses. I wrote down a short reminder to myself of all the things that I would feel, all the things that I would be able to accomplish, the new projects that I would be able to tackle once I got this done. And it sparked that excitement. And I did not want to let myself down. I did not want to let my family down. I did not want to let my students down because I knew and I believed that if I just stayed on task, didn't focus on how much I did, but focused on what I was doing and making sure that I was doing little things at a time, I felt encouraged. And that's it. I think the thing with procrastinators remorse, we need to give ourselves permission to know that it's okay if we haven't done what we said we were going to do this week as long as we take steps to fix it. And even if it means shortening those tasks, that is more important than trying to meet these demands that in, in in when history repeats itself, we've just not been able to tackle. So I just want to encourage you as always, that's my motivation. I just want to encourage you guys to take a jab at these tips that I've given you today, whether it be cleaning out the ideas, like I mentioned with tidying up with Marie Kondo, the show, and and um, using the idea of writing all those things down on paper, seeing what sparks joy, and giving yourself permission to, you know, take some of those things away and just and just zone into those prime things that you want to get done, to getting to a point where you're take you're following tasks to combat the procrastinator's remorse. Try these things and see if any of these things help you with some of the things that you may have experienced in previous weeks or days. And I would love to hear feedback from each and every one of you. Let me know if they work for you. Let me know if you have any ideas for me. Trust me, I love to hear from each and every one of you. If you're listening to my podcast and you say in your mind, oh, I think, you know, maybe she can try this and talk about it next week. Hey, I'm down. Whatever it is that you have to offer me, my mind is open and I'm receptive of ideas and, you know, concepts from each and every one of you. So I just want to thank you guys for listening. And as always, remember, effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired. Apply the equation and manifest nothing short but amazing.